grand fanfare welcome to our podcast, Keeping Up With The Windsors, dedicated to the royal family. Each episode will be crammed to the rafters with opinions, news and commentary on the comings and goings of the family of Windsor. With your hosts and royal fangirls, Rachel Andrews and Michelle Thole. So grab yourself a cuppa, straighten up your tiara, shine your knighthood, round up your corgis and and let's keep up with the Windsors. Hello and welcome to this week's Keeping Up With The Windsors with me, Michelle Thole. And me, Rachel Andrews. Yeah, and we have a bumper pack show for you today because we are covering the week after Prince Philip's funeral as well as this week. So we've got so much royal news coming up. But first of all, how are you doing, Rachel? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I think um, I was saying before, wasn't I, that um, another week we didn't think there was going to be a lot of royal news and <laughs> everything seems to come up once. <laughs> yeah, well, Rachel and I went to the Harrods Beauty store that opened up last week in Milton Keynes and we had a great time, didn't we? Yes, yeah, so we could spend hours in there, couldn't we? Absolute hours. And one thing that Rachel and I love is skincare and makeup. So it was really great to be walking around and picking up some of the amazing skincare brands and also finding some new ones that we've never heard of before. Yeah, we had a good day out, didn't we? It was nice to see you, actually, because we haven't seen each other in person for a while. October was the last time we saw each other in person. Yeah, yeah. And it was the first day that I felt like things had started to get back to normal after the pandemic and we had a really good experience actually didn't we yeah so good I, I think um definitely began back there just the customer service was just excellent really couldn't yeah. fault it and we're still making our way through our samples that we picked up as well <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's talk about the royal news this week from prince philip's funeral up until possibly last week and then Rachel you're going to fill us in and possibly like last week up to now so let's talk about the the engagements after Prince Philip's funeral and the first one actually was on the 19th the Duchess of Cornwall had the reading room starting up and I know Rachel you're probably going to talk a little bit about that a bit uh, further on Mm -hmm. and we had our first engagement from the Princess Royal who visited three Gloucestershire hospitals and talked to the NHS workers about their experiences and then we had the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge going to the Air Training Corps of the Air Cadets that was their first engagement after the funeral and it was only three days three or four days I think it was on the 21st of April um, which isn't very long and it was the first day after the official royal morning and then we had the Earthshot Prize from the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge on the Instagram can we have a little caveat to this a second Rach because our lovely Duke and Duchess of Cambridge have actually changed their branding, haven't they, recently? I know. I was on Instagram yesterday and I was like, that looks a bit weird. It usually says Kensington Royal on there. But what has it changed to? It's changed to Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. And I noticed that as well. And they've changed their profile picture as well. They've also got a YouTube channel. <laughs> Yay! And did you, I subscribe to that straight away. <laughs> 
So in a day, they've now got, because I just checked it just now, 228,000 people subscribed. Before we started the podcast, I asked Rachel if she could see that I'd been crying (laughs) Um, (laughs) because I just watched the video of shielding Mila on the YouTube channel. And it's a heart jerker. Honestly, I just cried my eyes out. So we moved on to one of the most um, significant days in the calendar of the Royals, and that's Anzac Day. If you don't know what ANSAC Day is, which, to be honest, I had to do a bit of Googling, it stands for Australia and New Zealand Army Corps. It's a day to commemorate all Australians and New Zealanders who've served and died in all wars, conflicts and peacekeeping operations and the contribution and suffering of all those who have served. So it's a bit like our Remembrance Day, but for Australian and New Zealanders. What I loved about this was Princess Anne took on the role of representing the royal family. And she went, and her husband actually, Sir Tim Lawrence, they went to a dawn service at Wellington Arch and an afternoon service at Westminster Abbey on behalf of the royal family. And they put um, wreaths down and they signed a book of remembrance. And the one thing was how purple the princess royal looked yeah <laughs> she had a very very purple outfit it kind of reminded me of was it Faruka salt in um charlie, charlie and the, the chocolate, chocolate factory, factory. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously putting that aside it's such an, an important and like i say an a, a date in the royal diary that's super important and another thing that i liked was William had uh, written a letter and some Ansac biscuits. Now I had to research what Ansac biscuits are and they are a biscuit made of rolled oats, coconut and golden syrup. I think I really enjoy Ansac biscuits but what about you Rach? Do you think you'd enjoy those? Mm. Yeah that sounds nice, sounds right up my street. Um, And actually the Queen did her first official engagement on the 27th of April and it was actually a virtual audience that she held with the ambassador from the Republic of Latvia and the ambassador for the Republic of Cote d'Ivoire. So it was one of those situations if you have a look on their Instagram where you've just got the Queen on a TV screen and then they're just talking to her. I don't know, would you feel a bit um, upset just talking to the Queen on a TV screen, Rach? Yeah, you wouldn't get the full experience, would you? No, you'd want to like smell what her perfume's like and stuff, wouldn't you? <laughs> and also, you saying about um, William and Catherine changing their, um, from Kensington Royal, the picture, the Queen, that's changed as well. It's yeah. changed to a picture of her on her own, hasn't it? Yeah. I think the social media team over in the royal households are working overtime at the moment. There's a lot going on. Yeah, so we've had... Um, The Queen on her first virtual engagement, we've had Princess Anne and we've seen the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge out and about. And something else I want to bring your attention to, we found out possibly last month, so this was before Prince Philip passed away, the Duchess of Gloucester and Mike Tinder were going to join forces to mark the Parkinson's Awareness Month this April. And so it was lovely, actually. And I don't know about you, how you felt about this, Rach, but I felt it so lovely to see the Duchess of Gloucester and Mike Tindall on the Royal Family Instagram page this week, marking that occasion. Um, And we know that since Prince Philip has passed away, that the family will be taking more of a forward role, shall we say, in engagements. But it was so lovely to see these both coming together and using their 
their standing within the family to support Parkinson's awareness. That was something that I thought I'd like to highlight today because I don't think they get um, the the credit they deserve. So well done to the Duchess of Gloucestershire and Mike Tyndall for joining forces. What did you think about this? Yeah, I saw that on um, the Royal Family Instagram and I, like you, I really enjoyed it. Um, Obviously, Mike Tyndall, we've said before, he's got his own podcast, hasn't he? Um, But it was just nice. And I think isn't um, Mike Tyndall affected by Parkinson's as in a member of his family has got Parkinson's? I'm not quite sure, but I'll find out and we'll talk about that in the next podcast. I'll get a little bit more, uh, but I'll I'll, I'll look at Wikipedia and see what they say. (laughs) we had the special last week so those are the things we would have spoken about last week so I wanted to touch on them really quickly but you now Rach are gonna keep us up to date with what's happening this week with the Windsor so what's going on? Yeah so we briefly mentioned earlier um, that the Duchess of Cornwall's reading room has um, commenced again for season two um, I don't know about you but I have been following along and I have actually um, read a few of the books that's been on that reading room which has been quite nice. I was going to say to you then maybe we should read a book and then we could also give our thoughts about the book, maybe on an Instagram live or something over on the Keeping Up With The Windsor's pod um, Insta account. Um, But if you've read some of them, I got a lot of reading to do then, haven't I? (laughs) Yeah, so um, what was nice is that she actually dedicated this season of The Reading Room to Prince Philip. And she said, I would like to dedicate the next series of the reading room to him in memory of a great fellow reader. So that was nice um, that she included him in that. So, yeah, definitely if you if you're stuck on what to read next, definitely check that out, because she not only obviously recommends books, but she has interviews with authors as well. So if you'd like to get an insight into the thought process behind what an author writes in their book, then definitely check out the reading room because it's great for interviews and book recommendations so if somebody was to start reading one of the books because you've read some of them which one do you think would be the best one to start with for our listeners so I really enjoyed where the crawdads sing um and that was actually a bestseller last year and I remember seeing it everywhere and then I thought well if uh, Camilla's reading it I'm gonna read it (laughs) if it's good enough for the duchess it's good enough for me (laughs) um so moving on from camilla we have prince charles we're having a lot of information brought to our attention at the moment to do with covid in india because obviously they're having like a really bad surge of cases over there and people dying from covid and prince charles is actually the patron of the british asian trust and he has said indian aid and ingenuity has been a support to other countries through this immensely difficult time as India has helped others so now must we help India just to make a point this wasn't spoken about in the Clarence House Instagram feed but Prince Charles apparently donated money from his own pocket um, and because that was confirmed by the British Asian Trust so I think that's nice that not only is he speaking out on these events but he's actually putting his money where his mouth is as such and helping out where he can yeah good for him we also had a post from Clarence House where they had the gardens at Highgrove and which is the Gloucestershire home of Prince of Wales and I would actually really love to visit Highgrove one day because I absolutely love gardens I love an English garden and we know 
that he's all to do with sustainability and the countryside and I've seen photos of it and it looks absolutely lovely yeah and I think you can actually go and visit there so I would like to do that one day yeah and I think that was in celebration of National Gardening Week because the royal family also had a post up about National Gardening Week um have you done the Buckingham Palace gardens tour no I've not the only time I've been in the gardens we briefly went didn't we when we went a few years ago but I don't think I've been around the whole of the gardens from what I know of Buckingham Palace I think you'd really enjoy go doing the tour but something to note actually is uh, Rachel and I looked into going to Buckingham Palace this year and the ticket prices were astronomical to the point where I had to double check I had to go back into my finances from about eight years ago to see how much it was for a ticket to Buckingham Palace to the Royal Muse and to the gardens and I can't believe how much it's gone up yeah because it's about 63 pounds isn't it and I've never ever paid 63 pounds ever to go to Buckingham Palace so if you're waiting for us to go to Buckingham Palace this year, we won't be going to Buckingham Palace this year because we're not paying that money. But we most probably will be going to Kensington Palace. Yes, yeah, because they've got that exhibition on this year, haven't they? So we want to go and see Princess Diana's wedding dress, the um, the crumpled, <laughs> crumpled piece of paper wedding dress. <laughs> the taffeta pile of crap. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's beautiful now they find it. <laughs> But I think that's something that we should do, actually, Rach, is look into Clarence House and Highgrove mm. and actually go to, to both when when and if we can. Yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So what else have you got with the Royal News this week? OK, so from um, Prince Charles, we also had him meet the Welsh Guards. And that was only the other day. So that was like, a new engagement for Prince Charles. And the Welsh Guards were actually among the first trial mass COVID testing in the UK. And he also thanked them for being part of the Duke of Edinburgh's funeral. And he said that they did him really proud. So that was um, lovely to see. Brilliant. Yeah. So moving on from the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall, we now go on to the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Yay! We got loads of news from these two. Well, we had two royal birthdays in the in the Cambridge family so we had obviously Prince Louis's third birthday and we had that lovely photo of him on his little bike um, which was apparently taken by Catherine on his first day of nursery. I love the fact that we're getting photographs from Catherine not just because obviously she's a great photographer but she's his mum and she'll get his personality not just some random person who comes in to take a annual Mm. shot of them so we're so lucky we're so so lucky that Catherine's a fantastic photographer yeah definitely and then we also had Princess Charlotte's sixth birthday and again we had um, a photo of her which is taken by the Duchess of Cambridge who knew that girl had straight hair like I knew she had straight hair but it's like really really strange <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen it like properly down before and mm. I was like oh this is a different look but obviously she just looks so grown up now doesn't she oh yeah she does and what I loved was the amount of people on Twitter that did side by side of the different family members with Charlotte um I still think she looks so much like the queen but she also looks so much like William Mm -hmm. it's unbelievable she's definitely got the Windsor Jean hasn't she oh yeah yeah 
Whereas Louis has more of the Middleton gene, I feel. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And I think George has got a lovely mix of both. Mm, Yeah. So we had those two royal birthdays. And then I think obviously we had our wedding special last week, but we had the 10th anniversary social media what was we going to get was we going to get anything and we first of all from Kensington Palace we got two lovely new photos and to me when I saw these one I was like wow I love it they look amazing they look in love still after 10 years and I just loved that people were having like the shot of them like on their engagement day and then the picture of them now and it was just I just thought it was marvelous but then to surprise us all <laughs> they gave us a video and when that came out I was like oh my god this is this is epic and you said what did you say Michelle <laughs> I said a lot but I, I did say a lot of things about the video firstly I want to really point out that I thought it was lovely and I thought Catherine just wears a hat like no one I've ever seen before <laughs> but I think she's the, the person who it doesn't matter what you put on her she suits it like she suits anything <laughs> yeah no definitely she's she's like a walking model isn't she yeah she is the other thing the first thing I actually said was <laughs> if center parks waitrose and harrods had a baby <laughs> it would be that video <laughs> Or it was like a mix between a Marks and Spencer's ad and a Bowden ad. Yeah. And then I was like, if Carlsberg made families. <laughs> it was, I'm not kidding. It was absolutely perfect. Do you know when you hear people who are like, oh, I've always wanted a family. I feel as if when people assume that they want a family, that video plays in their mind yeah. of what a family actually is. The the picture-perfect family. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, the one thing that came out from this was just the happiness and the joy mm. of, of them. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think I've equated to about a thousand views of this <laughs> on the Instagram of that video. I think it's their most liked post actually on Instagram. I think it's had about like 7 million views yeah. on Instagram. And every time I watch it, I see something different as well, which, you know, mm. is something really nice. They're toasting marshmallows. They're by the seaside. They're out in the garden. They're playing, um, you know, on the um, swing. Like thing. a seesaw. Yeah, seesaw. Like, yeah, yeah. The kids are running around. Kate's got a hat on. She hasn't got a hat on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking adorably at yeah. each other. I'm not kidding whoever did that I would love them just to do a day in the life of me and my pjs it would be so glamorous what I took away from that as well is the fact that it wasn't stuffy I'm I'm not talking like now I'm talking like say like 20 30 years ago if you had had for instance Charles and Diana there was no way that they would have had a video like that out because it would have just seemed too personal and it felt like we was getting a shot into everyday family life yes they are a future king and queen and these are royal children but take away their titles and they looked just like any other normal happy child didn't they well I think they look like any normal person who would be in Tatler I don't think they look like <laughs> <laughs> the normal person in Tesco that honestly it, it was as if Tatler had gone Tatler Vogue and Centre Parks got together <laughs> And thought, let's put something together. I love, you know, I'm saying that, but I'm saying it in jest. Like I'm saying it because I loved it, but it was so polished. But I I love the polish. And that's what Instagram wants. 
uh, filters and happiness. They don't want Prince Louis having a tantrum or no. Princess Charlotte saying, I don't want to eat my peas, you know, <laughs> they want they want that. But I thought it was wonderful, actually, and I wasn't expecting it. That's why I loved it, because it was, bam, here you go. Yeah, and I think that was the thing when it came on. I think everyone was a bit like, have they done this? They've actually done this. (laughs) And maybe, actually, them showing us that coincides with the launch of YouTube, Mm. because I think their social media teams realise how important social media is today. You know, you have a post up of them doing whatever they're doing, an engagement or, you know, an appearance. And within like 10 minutes, it's got thousands of views, people sharing it, spreading the word, you know, they're helping charities. It's it's fantastic, really. I'm a massive fan of YouTube. It's one of my favourites. So I'm happy they're on there. I also think there's a there's something to note about them, their duty, their royal heritage versus being a quote-unquote super influencer they're not super influencers they have to be on social media to show people what their money is being put towards um Mm -hmm. and it's not a job it's a duty and I think that's something that a lot of people just expected maybe a vlog from them or something that's not what's gonna be on day in the night exactly get ready with me I would actually love a get ready could you imagine a get ready with Catherine oh my days <laughs> I would be there for to it to be honest she, she might do that you know it's something different but don't expect it because it's not going to be like that it will be engagements it'll be something like the hold still video that went up today and I cried my eyes out at it was poignant it was real it was like yeah that they're doing a really really great job and we've had a lot of news from William and Catherine this um, week are we missing out on anything else from them yeah, so we also had an in-person appearance from William and he visited the Aston Villa High Performance Centre, which helps rehabilitate injured footballers and helps them with their performance, And um, which was great because we know that William is an Aston Villa supporter. So this is probably like one of the appearances we was like, yes, I'm here for that. <laughs> Get me there now. <laughs> and then he also visited Babcock's vehicle engineering business where we heard about their work over the pandemic and... Um, And this company is recognised for their work keeping UK air ambulances operational over the past year. So that was really good to see. And also from that, on that appearance, which was really funny, is someone posted on Twitter that the helicopter that he was in landed I think it was must have been a school field because there was loads of kids outside and it showed him walking back to the helicopter and there's just like kids like literally going Woo! screaming it's like it's Prince William you know to be fair I'd be crying probably <laughs> I love this video because you see William um walking and then you just think wow it doesn't matter where he goes he's known yeah like he he's never ever going to be able to not be seen or noticed and also what a massive surprise yeah and they were all like well and he was like hi you could see him just waving meant so much to everybody as we know it would mean a lot to us it was just wonderful wasn't it it was such a surprise yeah and we also had Catherine march international day of the midwife and she marked the completion of Nursing Now, um, which had a three-year global campaign to raise the status and profile of nursing. And she interviewed a midwife. Um, and you can actually 
view this interview online if you go to Duke and Duchess of Cambridge Instagram page there is a link to it I'll find the link and I'll pop it in our show notes as well so you can click on that yeah so that that was really nice again like we said it before people that don't really understand the royals or get the obsession or what they're there for it's things like this you know it's meeting and interacting with people and understanding what people are going through in their work lives on their in their daily lives and this is what us as the taxpayers are paying for basically so don't ever tell me that they don't do anything because <laughs> I've got a whole book here that proves exactly what they do two other things to note is it we've had some royal birthdays happen we so we've had princess charlotte we've had prince louis We've also had the Queen. She was 95 back on the 21st of April, her first birthday since the death of Prince Philip. And then we've also had Harry returning to LA after the funeral. And it's Archie's birthday today. So we're recording this on the 6th of May and it's actually Archie's birthday as well. So we've had a massive birthday bonanza of royals this uh, last two weeks. It's been um, a lot to celebrate. Yeah, I just feel like it's just um, it's just never ending, is it? And we always say it like we've got to keep up with these winters. <laughs> yeah, the family is big now, that's for sure. And one thing I want to go back to with um, the with William is his stance with the football. So he is the president of the FA, which is a football association here in the UK, and um, he actually spoke out for the first time we've had an opinion from <laughs> William because um, there was going to be a super league um, not that I know very much about football by the way so I'll just tell you what I know um, and he wrote that we should protect the entire football community from the top level to the grassroots and then he goes on to say that um, I share the concerns of fans about the proposed super league and the damage it risks causing to the game we love which at the time, because it was such a political thing um, and very charged, emotionally charged for the supporters of the football clubs that are included in the the six that were going to move to the Super League. For him to actually speak out was a massive thing. It was a really, really big sign of um, support towards the supporters. And after the six teams pulled out of the Super League, he then said, I'm glad the united voice of football fans have been heard and listened to. And he said, I'm committed to playing my part in that work. So well done to William, because I think he's he's gained a lot of fans from that, I guess. But again, I know nothing about football, so um, let's swiftly move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One thing I wanted to point out, actually, about social media is I have noticed, especially the Royal Family Instagram and the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge Instagram, is how many new followers that they gained over the past month or so since Prince Philip's passing. Now, I don't know whether that's because Prince Philip's passing was such a big thing to happen. And I don't know, people wanted to show their support. But I just think it's funny how now they're getting more people following them. Yeah, I think it probably is just the, the worldwide reach They've had, a, regardless of whether it's good or bad, they've had a lot of press come their way, haven't they? Yeah, definitely. Over the last coming months. 
Which brings me on to um, Meghan and Harry, actually. And there's been quite a lot of stuff happening for them. So I'm just going to run through them really quickly. Harry showed up at a Climate for Change appearance. Um, we've had news that Meghan's bringing out a book called The Bench. And also yesterday in court on the 5th of May, Meghan won her copyright claim against the mailer on Sunday about the letter that she wrote to her father. So that was a big win for her. And obviously we've got Archie's birthday today. So we've got we've had a lot of news come out from the Meghan and Harry side of things over in, um, in America. And we've also had Jack Brookbank's birthday over on Eugenie's Instagram we had a lovely picture of him with August and August had this cardigan with an embroidery saying his name on it okay yeah it was really really cute and again I think it was just such a lovely thing to share so we've had a lot of stuff going on within the royals and there's been a lot of conversation around the royal family Instagram today putting up a picture of Archie and wishing him happy birthday. Duke and Duchess of Cambridge and Clarence House Instagrams also posted um, happy birthday messages to Archie. So yeah, I think, is it an olive branch? Some people are saying, is it an olive branch? Is it a way of making sure people know that, yes, they are still in the family? Um, Because again, it's this whole big thing of, you know, Harry and Meghan again <laughs> yeah and um, we we have actually discussed this before of whether we include harry and megan in the podcast well i think the major thing uh, the, one of the major points that we were ch- chatting about is the fact that megan and harry no longer want to be part of the royal family and stepping back and what does that mean for us as a podcast what does that mean for us um following them because that they don't want any press intrusion and not to say that we're press but we are commenting on their lives because we still cover Beatrice we still cover Eugenie we still cover Zara we still cover Peter if he, he has any engagements and so they would be more to do with the outer um, royal family now rather than the inner royal family if that makes sense mm. but I think a point that I want to make is they don't want to be working royals yet. Megan's releasing a book, and instead of it being by Megan Mountbatten Windsor, it's by Megan Duchess of Sussex. So you don't want to be working royals, but you're still using the title. Now, to me, it's like you're either in or you're out. Like mm. you're saying you don't want to be part of it, but you're still using the name. Mm. So <laughs> it's it's kind of like you know, it's a bit of a sore subject, isn't it? It is a sore subject. And I think moving forward, podcast wise, we will still cover Harry and Meghan. Definitely if they're here and they're they're with the royal family, we won't talk about them in detail like we would about Prince Charles or uh, the Duchess of Cornwall or the Queen or Catherine and William, because it just doesn't feel right. But then it it doesn't mean that we're not ever going to talk about them. I mean, is that something that feels right mm. for you, Rach? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, let us know in on our Instagram if you if you would like us to mention them more, if you don't like us mentioning them. Um, because at the end of the day, yeah, we're talking about the royals, but you guys are the ones that are listening. So it would be really helpful to us to have your input. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, you can leave comments on our Instagram, which is at Keeping Up With The Windsors Pod. Um, Please tune in next week for our next episode. And with that being said, we'll see you next week on Keeping Keeping Up up With The the Windsors. Windsors.